Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel check out the rest of the amazing proud libertarian store while you're over there and be sure to use code tbns at checkout to get 10% off your entire order that's right 10% off your entire order from proud libertarian including everything over at the brian nichols show shop and all you have to use is code tbns at checkout one more time head to brian forward slash shop and check out the brand new brian nichols show store over at proud libertarian and use code tbns at checkout for 10% off your entire entire order. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Tuesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today, oh, I'm so excited to have today's guest returning to the program because it's been far too long, the one and only Gary Collins from The Simple Life. Now, Gary, you longtime listener, you know Gary, we go way back. Uh, We've talked about so many things in the personal development world, Uh, but today, Gary's coming back on the show to focus on specifically why, (laughs) and and I laugh because uh, you, you, you see, we talked about this, you know, two, three years ago and then COVID happened and, and why it was so important to be the best version of yourself when all of a sudden this entirety of COVID took place. So, uh, yeah, I don't mean it to be a, uh, a told you so episode, but, uh, I, guys, at this point, I think you're starting to, to see the underlying themes that connect both the world of sales, the world of politics, and yes, the world of personal development. It is you. You are the underlying theme. We talked about that back uh, last week on our morning sales huddle. So uh, yeah, this is all stuff that we've been talking about, and I think Gary just really brings it home. So uh, with that being said, and without further ado, onto the show, Gary Collins returning to The Brian Nichols Show. Good, good. Thanks, Brian. Uh, it was a good chat beforehand. Oh, yeah, we, we get talking, and then we look at the clock, and we're like, we're, we've been talking for 10 we minutes. We should have recorded that. That was brilliant. Yeah, we didn't hit the record button, which is, that's what happens here in the greater podcasting world, because I think uh, we, we've all started to realize this. You become very good friends off air, and then the, as soon as you start talking, the conversations just start going. You're like, oh, shit, we missed the, the, the record button, <laughs> and then you have 10 minutes of content, um, but it was really, truly just us catching up, and it ended up being a conversation, and it, I 
teased this before we even hit the record button of transformation. And that was something I wanted to be the theme today because for the longtime listener, they've, they've heard you on the show back. I think the last time you were on is actually the beginning of 2020. And, uh, or maybe, no, it was being, I'm sorry, it was beginning of 2021 or, and now I'm, I'm second guessing myself. End of 2020, beginning of 2021, we'll have all of our, our awesome audience double check. But with that being said, when you were last on, Gary, the world has changed a little bit, shall we say. And it's forced a lot of people to take a step back and really have to recalibrate where they are, where they want to go. And, and truly, what what have they done to help themselves get there? And that's why I wanted to focus on transformation today, because it all comes down to who you are as an individual, and if you are truly even in the the balance that is your three-legged stool. I teased this on yesterday's episode for the audience, but uh, I said, hey, we're going to have Gary back on, and for those of the folks who are either new to the show or maybe they just need a refresher, this will be a great chance to refresh them on the three-legged stool. But Gary, before we get there, I put the cart far ahead ahead of the horse here. Let's rewind, because again, the show has been growing left and right since you were last on. Let's reintroduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience and what's been going on in the world of Gary Collins and The Simple Life. Yeah, just uh, a simple, dumb redneck who grew up in the middle of nowhere, who made something out of himself, put himself through college. Uh, worked for the government for 20 years in military intelligence and as a federal agent, left uh, dismayed and absolutely dumbfounded by uh, humanity and people in government and started my own business, left, rebuilt myself from scratch and completely just started anew uh, and and created a business called The Simple Life, but built the house off the grid on 20 acres, which eventually turned into 50 acres and then I sold it. I recently sold it after having that property about a decade uh, in August and rebooted my entire life. Washington got crazy weird during COVID. And I said, I'm out of here. Even though I was on the Northeast side, literally almost in Idaho, right on the border. It just got strange and property prices went bazonk, just bazonkers. And I went, I'm an idiot if I don't try and sell right now. And I'd bought a property in Arizona uh, prior COVID and got a good deal on 20 acres and built um, in my new studio uh, office here that I built and uh, luckily had a place to go and just restarted my life again, just pivoted and and rebooted everything all over. But if it wasn't for living the three-legged stool that I teach, which is pretty odd that people live what they teach these days, um, I couldn't have done it. I mean, I pivoted within probably 60 days by the time I decided to sell the house got back up there, got it prepped, got it on the market. It sold in three days and escrow closed in about 30. So I was scrambling because I hadn't intended to move. So I had to pack all my stuff, sell all my crap again, because I hate moving crap. It's the movie to move. All that stuff is pointless Uh, furniture and all that. I just get rid of it. And uh, yeah, it's been nuts ever since yeah and and building my fourth house this is the fourth house i've had built from scratch and i will say we maybe we can get into this i will never do it again (laughs) never do it again well we'll we'll definitely dig into that the the workforce is absolutely dog shit oh well there you go so never do it again i i hear that and actually it's funny i was just having this conversation with um so my, my wife and i are also moving and this is also why the conversation of transformation came up today because 
I, I'm seeing, you know, our, our mutual friend, Mark Claire, he, he just went on an entire journey from California down to Mexico. So we're seeing this across the greater, I would dare say, let's just kind of give us the, the general theme of the Liberty world, right? Um, people are, are currently in this big state of flux. Me from Philadelphia, like you, it got weird here in Philly. Um, moving from here to Indiana, you getting out of, of Washington down to Arizona. We're, we're seeing this across the board. And I think it speaks to why we needed why why we needed to start changing the conversation back when you and I really focused on changing the conversation, focusing on bettering the individual. And this is something when you joined the liberty movement, really, and, and trying to ingrain a little bit into you know not only who we had as our network, but also the the people, like the underlying themes. And this is something why I've I've kind of branched out as well. I I talk more to the sales, marketing, entrepreneur crowd. Because I think we're seeing that at the end of the day, what's going to win, Gary, is is you have to be the best version of yourself, regardless of what you want to do, what your vision is. Um, because, I mean, I was, talking, I was saying, I was talking to the termite, termite guy, like you see around, there is such a lack of motivation. And I think a lot of it has been exacerbated by this, not, not just COVID, but the government responses to COVID. And, and this is where we're seeing the, the movement kind of split right now. You have one side of the movement who is in this very, you know, very strongly focused personal development mentality of making yourself the best version of yourself, which I agree with. And then there's the other side of the movement who is saying we need to focus on policy, specifically local state elections and focus on that like exclusively all over everything else. And I agree with some of those ideas. And I, I'm at this point where I'm thinking, can we please do both? Because the whole reason that you had to move, the whole reason I am looking to move, the whole reason Mark was moving is is because of what the policies were happening around us. Now, thankfully, we had the means to move, but it speaks to, I think, why we have to play both games. We can't have it be one or another because for every Gary, Mark, or Brian who can make the trip or make the move... You know, there's somebody else out there who they're stuck. They they physically have no means for whatever purpose that may be to make the transition, but government policies are changing around them, whether they like it or not, and they're going to be hurt negatively. We're seeing this in Australia. We're seeing it in Austria, Germany. Um, I mean, goodness, did we expect to see Germany uh, going so quickly back to 1930s again? Gary, what is happening there? Um, but dig into that, Gary. The, the importance of maybe, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, of, of bridging both those worlds together. Well, and I've always said, life's about action. And we have too many talkers today. A lot of people with social media, with, you know, 24-7 news cycle, everyone loves to talk and chat and talk about things they have no idea what they're talking about. Even journalists. I love yep. listening to people, the talking heads on news shows, and I go, look in their background and they have no background in anything. They're just talkers, regurgitators. That's where we've come is people just go out and they regurgitate and then they go uh, play video games and watch the Kardashians for the rest of the day and play on their smartphone. Those are the people getting their ass handed to them because they don't understand that by sitting around watching the world go around and not doing that is going to inhibit your ability to do the things you want. As far as when things go bad, when things are good, you're like, hey, everything's great. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I get to live in my three bedroom, two and a half bath house in, in the hills that I, that I can afford right now. Well, when things go bad, then you can't afford it. Then you're stuck. Now you can't move because you're upside down. And I always tell people the three-legged stool, optimal health, financial freedom by being debt-free, find your life purpose. 
you do those things, you can do anything you want. And that's what we were able to do. You know, I'm, I'm debt free. I, I didn't have any inhibition. I just left. I sold my place and I left. And because I control my income too. But the reason I can do these things is because I do things. That's the point. I don't sit around talking all the time, telling people what they should do and don't do it myself. What people learned by this transition, I got a lot of emails once people, I announced what I was doing because I kind of kept it quiet until it all went through. And they're like, holy cow, that was fast. And I go, yeah, I saw the writing on the wall. Uh, and as I was leaving Washington, I had to go to Home Depot before I left in Spokane. All the major tools and expensive items were all locked up. <laughs> I, that's when I realized, I went, wow. It's time. I, no, I'd already sold. I'd, I was just going there to grab a couple things I needed to as I was leaving. And I was like, wow. And I left California 10 years ago because I saw the writing on the wall in California. I was born and raised there, but I was born and raised in a tiny, poor town. But I was living in San Diego, and I could see where everything was going. I went, I'm out of here. This place is, this place is buffoonery. And so, but I was able to do those things because I downsized and got rid of everything, which I wrote about in my book called Going Off the Grid. But I think more, more people need to take responsibility. And we, we talk about that all the time about being self-reliant, you know, don't be a victim. You know, you're never going to have the crappiest life in the world. You're never going to rank number one, even though you think you do stop being that way. Stop complaining, get your, put your head down, work hard, get your crap together and everything will work out. And when it doesn't work out, you have the ability to fix it. That's the key. And today we just have a lot of victims. A lot of people are poor me. I, I, I'm entitled. I shouldn't have to work. And the problem today, what's really got me is the unskilled labor market. And they literally think they deserve $25 an hour. And I'm all, I, I started at $3.35 an hour. You want, you want the same wage in one hour that it would take me a full day of busting my ass to make. You want to make it an hour. And you're unskilled. You're terrible at what you do. You don't even show up on time. And we got to get out of that mindset because I think it's crushing this country. I really do. Yeah. Well, and let's let's focus on that, Gary, because I think there's there's more behind that layer of the onion. Because something to that mentality of I don't need to I, like I don't need to better my skills, and yet I should still get I, I nay I deserve this rate of pay, whatever arbitrary number we've we've assigned. And I think it goes hand in hand with you see that this is a direct result of government policies that have just fostered just mediocrity, which is unfortunate. Um, but also there's this there's this growing sentiment in the culture too. And this is I think where you're also touching on where the economic incentives they're they're kind of marrying now into that that culture. And it's I don't know if you've seen it. It's almost like people have gotten to the point where they, I don't want to say they mock hard work, but it's just, it's not a thing. It, and it's, it, so you, you, you've experienced it. Dig into that, Gary, because I mean, you, you were just saying firsthand, right? You're, you're never going to build your house again because of the, or just the, the labor itself. I, I'm, I'm seeing it when the, in the hiring market too. I mean, just full, full explanation across the board this is not unique to one specific area it's not it's agnostic of industry it's agnostic of area there's just it's a sentiment so dig into it sorry 
No, you're right. And, and for me, people always ask me how I gained all these skills as far as, you know, I, I built my office. I built the library ladder from parts. I raw wood and right. I built all of it out of parts. I go, because I've had to do this. Because every time I hire someone, if they even show up, they do such a crappy job. I have to go back and fix it. I have to babysit them all the way to through just to make sure they do the job, let alone not do it crappy, even though they do it crappy anyway. But what it's done is it, the, the government programs and the way they've incentivized it is to take away your ambition. Once you get someone's ambition away to do better, you got them. Now you got your permanent voter, right? You've got yep. your permanent your, p- p- your party affiliation. And to me, that's sad. And what do you, I, I think we're going to find a lot of people, and this is a fact that uh, it's been studied numerous times of people on their deathbed and how many regrets they have. I've always said, I'm not going to have any regrets. I'm going out exhausted. That's how I'm going out. I'm going to leave it all on the table. Uh, I'm going to do everything I possibly can in this lifetime and, and achieve all my goals and live the life I want. I, we're seeing a lot of people who are going through the world uh, almost like a zombie. And, and all they do is bad information in, bad information out, go to work, grind, hate their life, be bitter, blame everyone else, and try and get out of working. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the part is work is work for a reason. And, and people always go, well, almost kind of like this nihilistic idea, right? That, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm just going to live in this hedonistic kind of mindset. I don't care about anyone else. That's pretty sad yeah. when you think about it. And I think it's, it is, it's ruining our country and we're seeing it from the inside out. And I've learned older, you know, later years, I'm in my fifties now that, you know, when I was young, I was chasing the carrot. I just wanted to retire and go fishing <laughs> basically. Now in my older years, I realize that's a false narrative. That's a false dream. You have to be engaged all the time to be in life. If you're not engaged, you're not learning, you're not bettering yourself, what are you doing? Honestly, what are you doing? And it took me a while to have all that kind of sink in, and I had to go through this kind of life-changing metamorphosis and self-reflection to figure it out on my own. And I realized that you have to fill your time with something worthwhile, something fulfilling. You have to do something, you know, so why not make it the best you can be? And that's what I think they're trying to drum out of us. I think they're trying to drum in, hey, you know, poor you, we'll help you out. We'll, we'll pay for everything. We'll give you extended unemployment, even though you don't deserve it. We'll get you on the dole. And what they're doing is they're just redistributing wealth from the people who do shit. <laughs> that's all they're doing. The people who work and bust their butt, they take the money from them and they give it to the other people. That's what they do. And then they give us some of it back. And you're like, I don't need it. I don't need a stimulus check. I'm fine. Stop refunding my money. And it's a Ponzi scheme. You know, it's like, that's my money. You're giving it back to me after you, what? It's like, I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's insanity. Yeah. But I think people are starting to wake up a little bit. I hope. <laughs> I hope, I hope too, Gary. Um, And, and let, let's dig into also more of like the, the physical aspect of things too, because I was trying to, you were going off there and I wanted to quickly find a stat and I couldn't find it. But I recently was reading, um, I forget, I think it was urology times maybe. And it was focusing on the, just the decrease. That's not even the right word. The absolute plummeting of male testosterone rates across, just across 
the younger generations. It's staggering. And I think there's also a correlation between the the drop in, in the average testosterone in your average male and, and just the, the average ability for that person to find motivation, to find define their why, right? And and that is something we're really missing is that there's a generation of people who are out there just zombies. I think you said this, right? They're just zombies walking around looking for the next thing, the next high, the next video game, the next whatever dopamine button that they can hit until they're on their deathbed and then they look back and they say, "What do I actually do?" Like what 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 was it, what was the time spent? I said this to my SDR the other day cuz he was he was even acknowledging his S, his phone dinged and he goes, "Oh, dopamine." Like just jokingly. And then he's like just scrolling through TikTok and I was like, "What are you what are you doing that for?" And and yeah, I, I know. And that, and that's he's like, "I don't know. I'm just like kind of like to pass the time." And I I said, "Well, why don't you use it as a means to like as an investment? Like if you're going to look at stuff, at least look at things that are productive. They're going to help you learn to get better." And he's like, oh, I never really thought of it like an investment. And it kind of struck me that, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's partly that there's this, it's a correlation of the the, the actual, you know, physical uh, chemicals that have changed in, in men. Also with the framing of all these different incentive structures that are out there. But we've just created a generation, and I'm pardon my French for all the, the you know, the, the folks out there who are maybe more of the PG crowd, but it's made a bunch of pussies. And I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing what's happened to our society like when when there are times i mean we had a situation here in philadelphia gary um there was a septa train and there was a rape that took place on this septa train in a car full of people and they just stood by and did nothing and and like, i'm actually getting a little angry just talking about this because i couldn't imagine you know my sister my wife my mom on on a subway car being violated and knowing that there was an entire car full of people who did nothing, did nothing. And it, it, that if that's not indicative of where we are as a society and why it's so important for us to make this change now to truly start to transform, I don't know what is. Well, and a good example of that is, you know, we can go something very recent is the Rittenhauer case, right? Where yeah. people, a Rittenhouse case, where they thought, you know, they go, what is this kid doing? You know, that's really stupid. I go, because there's no men left. They're, they're attacking his town. They're destroying and pillaging and burning the place down. And it takes a 17-year-old to go out there and try and do the right thing. That's how he ended up in that position. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have been there if the men would have done their job and the politicians would have done their job, right? The kid would have never been in that situation to begin with. And, you know, I agree with you. You know, we used to call them manginas when I was growing up. And... I- and, you know, now it's soy boys or latte boys or whatever. And I agree. But a big part of it is, you know, and no one talks about, we talk about a lot, is health. You know, the the declining health in this country is astronomical. We are sliding down this abyss of obesity that I, I never could predict 10 years ago. In, in the last, during COVID, I think the, the statistic said most people who were affected by COVID who had to stay home gained 30 pounds. And I, I was amazed. Actually, I almost, I was so pissed off at where we were going at one point, I almost stopped the podcast. I was on the edge of just going, I'm out. Guys, I've, I'm done what I've done. My life's good. I'm out. I'm going to enjoy luck, the rest everybody. of my Yeah, have fun. Screw <laughs> everyone. I, I was really upset when I saw these statistics and what people had done with their free time. Because what's what does everyone bitch about when they can't work out you know, they go, I don't have enough time. I don't have time. Yep. There I don't is. have time. But it's been proven 
that most men and women spend five to six hours on their smartphone every day. So I'm pretty sure you can get a workout. You could squeeze a workout in there, but it's our poor diet. Lack of understanding of what food even is. I mean, the average American has no idea what a healthy diet is. No clue. They don't exercise. When they go to the gym, I just did a, a episode on women, the American woman and the, her smartphone. It was pretty brutal. And uh, I just had had it because I the, the week before, I'd almost been hit twice by women on their phone in their car and to their head. And one was texting and almost hit me. And I was like, I'm done. And I've literally, this has happened to me hundreds of times in the last five years. I'm over it. Get off your phone. Well, they go to the gym and they literally sit there and stare at their phone the whole time they're in the gym. <laughs> and, I'm, and they're taking selfies and this and I'm all, what do you got to show everyone your fat ass? Once you go to work, work out, lose the weight. You sit here and all you do is sit on your phone. Don't even come here because you're in my way at this point. And that's the problem is not to pick on women. Men aren't, aren't any better. But you know what I mean? It's you have the time to work out. Your body is your vessel to success. Your health is what starts everything. Everything comes from how your body feels and reacts. You can't be successful. And if you feel like crap, you eat like crap, you don't work out. Can you manipulate and maybe play games? Hey, anyone can become rich. If you, you lose your moral compass, I can be rich next week if I wanted to. You don't think I know enough schemes working white collar fraud in the government? I know how to make millions of dollars and not get caught. The difference is I don't, I, I draw a line on morality. I don't cross those lines. But a good, healthy person will kick your ass in business every day of the week. They will outwork you. They will get up earlier. They'll stay up later. They will beat you to a pulp. And that's how you have to look at it. That's how I look at it. I, my body's my temple. I'm in my 50s and I'm in better shape than damn near any 18 to 20 year old. And it's because this is my this is my vessel to success. This is where it all starts. My team always looks at me like I have five heads because around 8:15 or so they're walking into the office and as they're walking in they can hear in my office music bopping and I'm just I'm I'm a you know ball of energy and they're like how are you this energetic at 8 something in the morning? And I'm like I've been up since 5. I got my workout in. I've I've sat down and done some personal development. I've been going. And and that right there, you actually you said something, Gary, and it sparked a thought I had. And you were talking about you're at the gym and how you said, I just want them to get to get out of my way. I actually thought of something. Ever since COVID, I haven't been working out at the actual gym. I've been doing a lot of my workouts here at my home. My workouts have been infinitely better. I have been Literally, this is the best shape I've ever been in my life. And part of me wonders, Gary, because we all know you you need to surround yourself with, with people who are going to push you towards success. When we see your average gym, your average person there, they're there. They're, they're not pushing towards success. They are on their phone. They're sitting on the machine waiting five minutes between reps after they you know pump out a massive five reps for, you know, what, all... 10% of what they could possibly put up for, for, for weight. And I think that is right now where we are seeing a big, a big discrepancy post COVID. You talked about it. There's been a big increase in people who have gained weight on, I mean, drug dependencies. Uh, I, I don't even want to begin to look at just the, the mental health aspect of things. Cause it's, it's going to be a nightmare to unpack over the next 10 years, especially, but you've seen that disparity, I think, even grow more of the people who were d dedicated, who were driven, who were focused. 
they came out of COVID in a better spot, Gary. Um, I think we're seeing that right now, real time, and it almost it goes full circle to the the point you raised up. The the people who are looking for the twenty five dollar an hour rate uh, wage now it's just a matter of like. I think it's a last ditch effort. Like, I'm just going to say I deserve this and I better get it at this point um, because, I mean, what else are you going to do? Now you're trying to compete with people who have been putting in the blood, sweat, and tears and you're so far behind and it requires you to take the step and actually acknowledge, oh, maybe it was me. But I just looked at the time. Gary, we're already hard pressed for time. So what I want to do is give you the, the last word here. Some words of advice to the audience, because over at, on your program, you're, you're just you're spouting off advice, not only yourself, but with amazing guests that you're bringing on. So let's start off here. Some advice to the Brian Nichols Show audience, Gary. Yeah, for me, it's whenever anytime things go bad, there's a lot of opportunity and the opportunity is there for the people who work hard. I gave a perfect example six months or so ago when, you know, there was and it's still 10 million jobs available and people, because I had some people emailing me and saying, oh, I'm still on unemployment. And I go, because I make more, I'm staying at home. And I went, no, 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 that's the wrong attitude. Because when you decide to finally get off the couch and get to work, all those people who decided they were going to take a pay cut to go back to work, they're going to be your boss. And if you think they're going to give you any sympathy, I'm sure not. I'm going to ride you like a horse and I'm going to be on you every single day because you're a lazy schmuck. And the people who get out there and made it happen, took their pay cut. Guess what? They're all managers now. They're all making, you know, instead of making 18 bucks an hour, they're making 36 bucks an hour. That, that's the opportunity. that Because everyone looked at this and said, oh, this is awful, this COVID thing. I know a lot of people looked at it and went, this is my chance to move up. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to work even harder. That's what you got to look at. Anytime things go bad, there's opportunity. I'm building my business during a downturn. I'm looking at building other things and investing more money in my business to grow it because guess what's going away? <clears throat> my competition for the most part because that's how I look at it. So never look at bad times as bad times. Look at bad times as opportunity to get ahead of your competition. I like it, Gary, and that you know that's something I think we can take away. We talk about this in, in the sales uh, version of the show as well, where we're talking about differentiating ourselves. Um, if if your competition is actively going out of the way to make themselves worse off, hey. They're making your job easier. So with that being said, folks, if you want to go ahead and uh, learn more and continue the conversation with Gary, The Simple Life, The Simple Life Podcast, we'll include all the links in the show notes. Actually, we'll make it really easy for you. All you have to do is go ahead and click the artwork in your podcast catcher. It will bring you to today's episode. You will get the entire transcript of the episode. You will get all the links for the episode. Oh, and plus all 400 plus episodes of The Brian Nichols Show, including all of Gary's past appearances. With that being said, Gary, plugs, where can folks go ahead and follow you for the audio listener? Yes, go to thesimplelifenow.com, which is my website. We're rebuilding it right now. It's going to be really simple and nice as we reboot. We're launching it hopefully this month. And everything's housed there, everything I do. And I want to make something very clear to people too. I, I do what I say. I'm a veteran. It's a veteran-owned company. I have multiple veterans who are contractors who work for me. Every product I've ever sold is made in the USA. I own my books. I print them in the USA. They're not printed by illegal aliens. They're not stuck on offshore on Long Beach in containers. Everything I do is born and bred in the USA. Amen. And folks, if you want to go ahead again and support Gary, continue the conversation. Links in the show notes. But with that being said... It's Brian Nichols signing off for Gary Collins. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thanks for having me, Brian. You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry. From helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more, the reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs. And hey, yours truly here at the Brian Nichols Show can vouch for the quality of Ebels and my Delta 8 having to deal with a herniated disc in my back plus years of sports injuries. Ebels and my Delta 8 offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain. And did you know you can get Ebels and my Delta 8 delivered right to your door at a special discounted price? That's right. All members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can use promo code TBNS at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Gary Collins. If you enjoyed the episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, go ahead and make sure you give uh, Gary a tag. And uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a tag as well at B Nichols Liberty. And uh, oh my goodness, folks, <laughs> strap in. Make sure you've hit the uh, subscribe button for tomorrow's episode because you do not want to miss an awesome conversation with the one and only Shane Hazel. Now, Shane just all of a sudden popped into the headlines. Uh, and it was really thanks to Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, because she sent out this entire tweet thread because he's decided to run for governor as a libertarian. And she's like, well, that could cause problems because he ran as a libertarian in the U.S. Senate and he threw that Senate race into a runoff. And then, oh, my goodness, a Democrat won. Well, guess what? Run better candidates, Republicans. Uh, and that, I think, is going to be the underlying theme brought throughout the episode there with Shane Hazel on tomorrow's episode. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you're not missing, yes, our awesome conversation as we sit down with the one and only Shane Hazel. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Gary Collins. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.